I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. This is Brent Musburger's Countdown to Kickoff on VEASAN, the sports betting network. You are looking live at the Circus Sportsbook, where all eyes are not on the NFL odds board right now. They are on the final minute of extra time in the World Cup final. France, in dramatic fashion, has tied Argentina at two. We'll keep you up to date. Welcome, everybody. I'm Brent Musburger. Week 15. Hey, what a start yesterday, huh? Can you believe the Minnesota Vikings down 33 at the intermission and rally to win? But if you're a gambler, you know the Vikings eh, didn't cover. They were a three-and-a-half-point favorite, and they win by three, but nobody cares. That game was so great. And then Buffalo, unable to cover. Miami discovers a running game. Where's that been for the last few weeks? Come on, my man. Run the football. Use that lead fullback. Kept the Dolphins in the game, but in the end, it was Josh Allen coming through. Now, listen to this statistic, okay? This is just through 14 weeks, all right? 92 games have been decided by six points or fewer, the most through week 14 in NFL history. Put that in perspective, at least half of all games played in nine out of 14 weeks were decided by six points or fewer. Folks, we've got parity, and that equals take the points. All right, let's get to the early games here, and let's get to our main man with the weather, Kevin Roth. All right, via Skype, the Roto-Grinders weatherman. And uh, Kevin, I was told that the, the game that we need to focus on 
is the one in Chicago where the Bears are catching nine points against the Philadelphia Eagles. Give us the very latest on what's occurring in Soldier Field weather-wise today. Welcome, my man. Hey, thanks for having me, Brent. Uh, yeah, I just was looking at the measured temperature there in Chicago right now, still in the teens. Should get to around 20 degrees through the game and stay in the low 20s all game long. But what's more notable are the winds. Right now, we're seeing sustained winds, 15 to 20 miles per hour, gusts around 25. Those will come down just a hair. I think we'll see sustained 15, gusts to 20. Uh, those are borderline numbers with the wind. And if it was the wind alone and say it was 70 degrees, I'd say, all right, not a big issue out there. But when you combine that wind, which again, is just enough to maybe blow off a longer throw, a longer kick, you combine that with a temperature of around 20 degrees, I think it's got some minor impacts. I'd be more interested if it was just purely a high wind game, but we don't really have any of those. So this is the game with the greatest weather impact. I do think it's on the lower end of that weather impact scale. Kevin, uh, stick with us. We're going to check in right now with the South Point's chief bookmaker, my friend Chris Andrews down there. Chris, I want to focus in on that Chicago game. That's a lot of points. We know taking the points has been the way to go. What are you seeing with the Eagles and the Bears today, my friend? Well, they have taken the Bears with the points. Uh, we had it uh, nine and a half for uh, a long time this week, but we're down to nine uh, with you know pretty decent action on the Bears. Total, though, hasn't really moved much. Uh, we're still at 48 and a half and writing pretty good two-way business there. Uh, but they have uh, seen value with the dog, which you can understand why that would be. I mean, nine on the road is an awful lot of points, especially we talked about a little bit of weather. Could keep the score down a little bit. But like I said, the total, we haven't budged. 48 and a half, holding steady. Uh, Chris, you've seen this many times as a bookmaker, and uh, I did not jump on the Eagles in the contest, even though I don't think the Bears are going to win this game. But next week is the biggest game of December for the Eagles. And they go back down to Dallas trying to sweep away the Cowboys. Uh, is there a look-ahead factor with professional athletes as much as there is with college athletes? How do you view that, Chris? You know, I, I know guys look at that. I personally do not. I just think these guys are playing, you know, they're playing for their jobs every week. You know, not so much like a guy like Jalen Hurst, but you get a guy like, 53rd man on the roster. I mean, he's got to compete pretty much every day in practice. Uh, they know that they're always looking to replace a, a guy like that. So he's out there really busting his tail uh, every single game, every single practice, every everything. So uh, those are the guys that can often determine a game. And uh, I think their focus is pretty solid on what are we going to do this week. I think it's a little overrated in the pros. Probably not so in college, but in pros – yeah, I think they take care of business at hand, which would be this week's game. I want to go back uh, to Kevin because, uh, Chris, as you well know, the NFL flexed the New York Giants at the Washington Commanders into the Sunday night position, figuring it was going to be a huge game for both who tied a couple of weeks ago at 20. Uh, Kevin, I want to just take a little peek. Is there any nasty weather in the forecast for Sunday night in Washington? I wouldn't say nasty. It's it's cold. The temperature is going to be right around freezing for that game. But as you look at the correlation between temperature and scoring, it's only very slightly correlated. And that means that in general, whether it's 80 degrees or 30 degrees, does not have a big impact on scoring or on passing offense. There is just a slight correlation when you get to the extremes, the really cold games. 
Like in Chicago, we're around 20. In Green Bay, Monday night, we're going to be colder. 32 degrees in Washington with light winds doesn't really scare me, and I I don't think it's going to have an impact. Uh, Kevin, uh, when you bet, do you bet more totals with your weather information, or do you uh, stick to sides? When you take a big spread, you might take the underdog because of fewer points scored. What uh, What's your feeling about that as a handicapper? It's totals only for me. Uh, totals are the only thing that I look at, the only thing I care about. My edge that I have over the general public is in weather. So if I'm trying to bet which team is going to win, that that doesn't work for me. I know what I'm good at. It's the weather, and I know how the weather is going to impact those totals and points scored in general. Chris, uh, let me go to you about the average better. Um, totals or sides? What what do you find as a bookmaker? Oh, not even close. It's sides. Uh, but, you know, guys like to put totals in their parlays, uh, which, of course, we uh, invite the heck out of that. So uh, they like that. But we do. We are careful when we see uh, you know a professional guy who does bet totals, because I know a lot of totals guys do extremely well. So we have to watch out for those uh, those folks. Um, you know, like your other guest here, uh, we definitely have to let them highly impact us uh, when they do make a big bet. However, most people want to bet the sides, and they throw the totals in as a part of their parlay. Uh, Chris, of course, it's going to be a big game because a lot of New York action has come down. I was checking in on DraftKings, and uh, most of the tickets have been written on the Giants catching the four and a half. Now, I happen to think that if you're a money line parlay player or even a straight money line player, go to the Commanders, okay? And that takes away that three and a hook. In this instance, it's it's four and a half. Uh, I happen to think that this is a setup position for the commanders, okay? They had last week off after tying the Giants in New York, okay? They focused in on them. The Giants had to come through another rough outing, which they lost last week. Rested team, picking it up. Uh, Chris, how do you view that? If I say, I like that money line number in there, I think you're giving a little bit more than two to one, correct? Uh, well, we're down to plus 180 uh, on the Giants. We've had a lot of money uh, show on the Giants this week, which kind of surprised me because I kind of thought like, you know, you know, four and a half in a division game, totals 40. I mean, that's, a, that's like a mountain to climb. But we've had money show on the Giants, uh, even on the money line, as well as the point spread. But we're down to minus 210, plus 180 uh, on that. So you like the commanders to win the game. Yeah, I could definitely see that. I think points will be at a premium. As I said, fairly low total at 40, uh, division game. You know, I mean, they figure to play this game pretty close to the vest. It's a very important game for both sides. So, I mean, I understand your logic, and uh, haven't seen anybody follow up with it all that much yet. <laughs> uh, they're mostly on the Giants. So. I'm not always right, you know. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's no, why I they have it. The <laughs> yeah, you're putting the, you, you, you know, you're you're connecting the dots, but we'll see if it winds up with a true picture at the end of the time. That is for sure. As we go back to uh, Kevin Rock, Kevin, uh, there's a location that we've overlooked because the Broncos are playing so badly this year, <laughs> and they have uh, Russell Wilson is out because of an injury, so Rippon steps in as as one of five different quarterbacks starting this week from last week, but. Is there any chance of foul weather later today when the Broncos host the Arizona Cardinals? Yeah, you might think that just based on the total, how low it is. But turns out uh, it's just how bad the teams are that is causing that. Uh, Really no issues out there in Denver this time of year. You can get 
some incredible weather in Denver, snow, cold, all that. It's going to be mid 40s, light winds, really quiet weather there in Denver. The next big weather game I'm looking at is not until Monday night football uh, with the Green Bay Packers, frozen tundra of Lambeau Field, temperatures in the teens. So I'll keep you updated on that one, uh, you know, right here and on Twitter at Kevin Roth WX. Absolutely. Roto Grinders, Kevin Roth, thank you so much. And uh, listen, if you want to get the latest in weather information, I go there every day. Uh, just to see what's ahead of us. And uh, he does the best job in the industry as we go back to Chris Andrews. So, Chris, of the uh, of the games today on the Week 15 schedule, where are you seeing the most money coming in? Is it that giant game? You mentioned a lot of money was coming in on the Giants. Or how about the Raiders here in Las Vegas hosting the Patriots? Yeah, well, we are getting a lot of money on the Raider game. Uh, you know, and most of it is on the Raiders. We've uh, opened the Patriots a one-point favorite. Uh, we're now sitting at the Raiders minus two. So that's a pretty strong move there. Uh, you know, we had some funny games, though. That, you know, a, a game that uh, I'm surprised getting so much action is the Panthers and Steelers. You know, a lot of action there, a lot of opinions on a game like that. And, of course, it's one of those two-and-a-half, three games. We do everything at 11 and 10. So when we're sitting at three, we're the only three flat in the world. Right now we're two-and-a-half. And I see yeah, maybe a couple other two-and-a-halves out there, but we're about the only two-and-a-half flat. So those games tend to generate an awful lot of action. We're definitely seeing that with the Steelers and Panthers. Chris Andrews from the South Point. As usual, thank you so very much. Remember, you make a straight bet down there. Well, Chris, you're only going to lay 11 <laughs> to 10. Makes a difference over the course of several months. Countdown to kickoff continues live here on VSIN. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is Brent Musburger's Countdown to Kickoff on VEASAN, the sports betting network. Well, become a VSIN Pro subscriber for only $79, and now you get access to everything we do from now through the Super Bowl and March Madness. Added March Madness. Sign up, you'll receive $20 to buy VSIN Sports hats, shirts, mugs, other great gear. Only VSIN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap top plays made by all of our VSIN show hosts and guests. Limited time offer now $79. It is the perfect sports betting holiday gift get vsin pro access through the end of march madness in april at vsin.com slash subscribe oh my what a day this is at circa we've got the owner himself Derek stevens we've also got the palm reader mike palm with us so many different directions Derek. i tell you there's been unbelievable excitement about this world cup final today with france tying argentina late in the match two all Two goals in 90 seconds, unbelievable. Boy, the crowd went wild. And uh, Mike uh, Palm operationally, good call. I'm glad we opened up our, our uh, third-floor ballroom because it's packed up there. There's not a seat left, so it's pretty awesome. Well, here's the tough thing. You could say, well, that starts at 7, it's done at 9, and we can clear the book and get the football reservation, the NFL reservations in. But look here now. This is going to go to 9.50 if it goes to PKs. You Don't know? you feel so badly for them? They've got a crowd coming in on top of a great crowd. Come on, Mikey. Don't be crying. <laughs> That's a good problem. They'll be all over. They'll be playing craps. Uh, they'll be playing blackjack. They're doing the things that Derek <laughs> likes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they actually, a large part of the crowd in the ballroom asked if they could put the football on at the NFL on after the soccer. Heck a, yes, we got three bars open up there. Absolutely. Why not keep them here? Keep them there. Now, I came in today, folks, and uh, looked down. I said, Derek and Mike's holiday invitational? What is this all about down there? Run me through what this was. You played blackjack to get into it, or what happened here? Yeah, we invited um, a, a maximum of 12 people. It's a four-round blackjack tournament. $100,000 in payouts, but Whoa. the payouts are Super Bowl futures in the draft format. So you can only a team can only be chosen once. So if you get to the finals, you get to draft a team. Well, everybody of the 12. The worst you could do if you came was you got a $5,000 pick and you picked 12th, a $5,000 free roll. We only had 10 because two couldn't make it late. So we had a VSIN table of four, playway, a provisional play-in table, right. which Amal Shaw and Paulie Howard advanced. Paulie finished fifth. He got a 7,500 future. The Chiefs were available at five. He took them, plus 415. He got the Chiefs? Yeah, Amal uh, was seventh. 
He had a bad beat on the last hand of the tournament. If he'd have won the double down handy to finish second, he dropped from third to seventh, and he ended up taking the Buccaneers at 35 to one with his 5,000. First team drafted was? 49ers. 49ers. Back in Brock Purdy. That's that's an interesting. Uh, so was he a Californian? Um, no, from Massachusetts and now lives in Dallas. Lives in Dallas and yeah. didn't take the Eagles or the Cowboys. Now the second person is San Antonio, uh, a San Antonio guy, yeah. and he did take the Cowboys second. Interesting, mm-hmm. interesting. Uh, uh, Derek, I, I can't believe what's happened in the Survivor <laughs> contest uh, this year. What do we got? Just uh, 30 players left, and there had to be some on Minnesota yesterday. Yeah, so uh, what happened was going into this week, we had 30 Circus Survivors left. Going into this weekend, it's all about availability because there were five teams, 49ers, Ravens, Bills, Eagles, and Cowboys that all had no availability. So some of the big favorites weren't there. Only two out of the 30 had the Kansas City Chiefs, and they took the Chiefs. So that's another team that you won't be able to see in Survivor again this year. Um, Out of the 30, five of the selections occurred yesterday. There were four individuals that had um, that had the Vikings and had the sweat of their life oh, down 33 oh, oh. nothing, but survived. Oh. And uh, one individual had the Cleveland Browns and survived. So out of the 30, five selections are already, uh, already completed, and they're all in the locker room, and they survived this weekend. The other 25, it breaks down like this. 16 on the Washington Commanders, four mm-hmm. on the Packers, uh, three on the Saints, and uh, two on the Chiefs. Interesting. Mike, Mike, you're not surprised that there's 16 on the Commanders. I said, what did we know this week? We knew the four people with the Packers would take him on Monday night, and we knew right. the two people with the Chiefs would. That left 24 people. 23 of them had the Commanders available. 15 took them. I thought Minnesota was, a you know, two, three, ended up four. I wouldn't have predicted the Cleveland. But I said on Thursday, I think there'll be 15 or more Commanders, and there was 16. If there's just one man, Derek, who survives this and collects the pot, what is the total pot up to for Survivor? Six point one three three million. Million. Now remember that million dollar bonus. If you don't use the um, the Bengals or the Rams, only two of the thirty entries are still eligible for that. Twenty eight of them have used and, one of the. And you're not going to think about taking the Rams anyway, right? So it's I'll just use, can I get yeah. through this without the yeah. using the Bengals? How about that? Now <laughs> let's get over to the million contest because I noticed that uh, two of the most used teams were the Bills and the Vikings, Derek, and both sides had to sweat that out. I mean, there's over a 1,000 players in a million. Uh, I lost with the Bills because they didn't cover the seven. Yeah, so, I mean, the Bills had uh, 1,205 uh, people take uh, take them in the Circus Sports Millions. Um, the, the number one selected team was the Cincinnati Bengals at 1,224. So uh, we we saw a lot of, a lot of Bengals money. The line was three and a half. The current line on on uh, on that game it stayed the same. It's still three and a half. So there's no line value necessarily. But that's where the, that's where the big uh, the big actions come in. That's interesting to me because I like the Bengals to win, but I always hate giving the hook on the three. You know, Mike. It uh, that's I why it's su- been burned with surprising it. that it's the top pick with the hook on the road. Yeah, you know, I, but that's that people what I would use it. How about the Lions game? Went from three to one and a half lines. Last I looked, it's two Jets again. 
it was the fifth most popular play, but the Jets were the seventh most popular play. So this was a real division here. Interesting. But the line is off. You got the Jets at a pick instead of minus two and the worst side of the Lions. Now, what's interesting about that is when they made the announcement that Zach Wilson was returning as quarterback, I saw immediately money was coming in on the Lions. But then since then, it's, it has gone back for the Jets. It's been all Jets me. after yeah. the initial reaction. Interesting. Mike, what, what's your best play of the day? Uh, I like the Chargers. I, I think I this too. Tennessee defense is in shambles. The Chargers are finally getting healthy. He's got his weapons on the field. I was impressed with Herbert on Sunday Night Football. He put some throws in tight windows. They looked good. Interesting. There has to be a little turmoil within that franchise, too, when you fire a general <laughs> manager like Robinson is as respected as much as he is. And, you know what I mean, Derek? And, and late in the season, and you're first in your division, and yeah, you fired him. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, the other organization that could have some trouble and looming trouble, I think it's Arizona, okay? I saw that that general manager stepped away for personal reasons, okay? Kingsbury is definitely under pressure. They're without Kyler Murray. Now, full disclosure, I covered Colt McCoy a lot when he was at Texas. Very, very fine quarterback in terms of how he uses his brain. His father was a coach, and Colt McCoy knows what he's doing now. He's certainly not as efficient as an athlete as Kyler. But beware if the Cardinals are healthy. Uh, Colt McCoy can put some points on the board, and that's a, that's an interesting game. What do we have on that game, Derek? I, I think it's out in Denver later today. You know, we opened we open that game. Broncos is a three, but you're, you're, you're right on because all the money's been on the Cardinals. We're down to a, a one and a half. Broncos are only one and a half, so it's been all Arizona money since we opened the number. He's done well as a backup. He's just like the perfect backup, He's though, perfect. right? He's perfect. not looking over your shoulder, but he can step in and run all the plays. And You are so <laughs> right. Whereas I'm not sure yet that Zach Wilson is the perfect backup, you know, because he hasn't proven himself uh, yet as a quarterback. Uh, we shall see how he plays today. I don't know. I would have jumped on, on the I – I won't go against him because Jared Goff's not record, if you look at it with the Lions, he's been much better at home. Uh, and Derek, I know you watch the Lions carefully. Yeah, I mean that that's the big question. I mean, the Lions going to be able to go on the road, go into this weather, and uh, how's Goff going to do? And how how will the Lions perform? And they also have some illness uh, illness issues. You know, Hutchinson didn't practice this week just because yeah. of illness. I think there was a little flu going around the Lions locker room, so uh, I think that had an impact. Hey, Brent, a couple sure. things here um, on, on some moves. Last night when I went home, Raiders were a one point favorite over right. over the Patriots overnight. It has been all Raiders money. We're currently, we're currently. That's been the biggest move. Raiders are now a two and a half against the Patriots. I'm a little surprised at that one, but wow. it's a big move overnight. It's been all Raiders money. Now that's that's sort of interesting. But people have so much fun here at Circa overnight. They get themselves a couple of brewskis and they say, "Why not bet the home team?" You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Windows always open, 24 hours a day. Uh, so, uh, Mike, if you had to tease today, mm. who would you tease, lad? Uh, I teased. Um, I made one teaser this week. The Bills, which got there, I got. I, and, I am and, too on with, that. with the Packers on Monday night. You took the Packers yeah, on yeah. Monday night. <laughs> I took the Texans with twenty. It was a good move last week. Remember, we talked about it. They <laughs> should have won the game. They had the I know. The free I think line. you influenced yeah. me. Right. <laughs> Circa owner Derek Stevens mm. and the Palmerator himself, Mike Palm. I uh, want to thank you guys so much and uh, good luck. We look forward to counting down with Survivor and the million contests here. And oh, by the way, 
the World Cup has gone, I use American language, it's gone to overtime, folks. <laughs> Argentina jumped out 2 nothing. France tied it late in the second half, deadlocked at 2. Countdown continues. This is Brent Musburger's Countdown to Kickoff on VEASAN, the sports betting network. Back live, everybody, and Argentinians are celebrating. They took a 3-2 lead, still about 10 minutes left in extra time. But right now, Argentina 3, France 2, World Cup Final. Mike Palm just gave me an unbelievable stat. In the 92 years of the World Cup competition, no team leading at the half by two goals has ever lost. But Argentina was facing that. They were up 2-0, as they say in soccer at the intermission. France tied them in dramatic fashion, went to extra time, and now Argentina's back ahead 3-2 as we go back to football. And uh, we welcome in DraftKings' Johnny Avello. Mr. Avello, how are you, lad? I'm doing great, Brent. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's an exciting World Cup. Messi's putting on a show, and uh, you couldn't have a better game here for a 7 o'clock start here on the West Coast. Absolutely. And, uh, Johnny, we're joined by another good friend at the Rampart. They use uh, Chris Andrews' South Point odds, but Dwayne Colucci, or the Colucci. Welcome back, my friend. How you doing? (laughs) Great, Brent. Always a pleasure to join you. How's that? How's the crowd up at Rampart? Were they behind France or Argentina, Colucci? I'll tell you, uh, a lot of uh, backing for both sides. It was an incredible final from, uh, you know, my perspective, from my side of the counter. Uh, An excellent game. Messi is just unbelievable. And, uh, you know, a little more ticket count on Argentina. But great two-way action, and the crowd is just off the hook. We have it on the video wall. They're cheering every play, Brent. (laughs) Uh, Johnny, we've got a great week 15. No more buys. So everybody has got to go. uh, Let me ask you about yesterday. Johnny, it was unbelievable to see the Vikings down 33. A defensive back, the veteran Peterson, went into the locker room at the intermission. The team was just all coming in very down, and he yelled, all we need is to score five touchdowns. And it was silence across the locker room. Nobody knew if he was making fun of them or not, but the coach picked up on it, and sure enough, Johnny, they go out and score five touchdowns, two in the third, three in the fourth. Have you ever seen anything quite like what we witnessed yesterday? Uh, only that Bills uh, game with uh, Houston back many years ago. That's about the closest thing I could remember to that type of game. Now, back then, didn't have the uh, in-game money line like we do now. So yesterday, you could have had the Vikings Yeah, that uh, with a lot of points. Absolutely, uh, Johnny. And Kaluch, uh, tell me about uh, what was occurring up at Rampart during that game, uh, the unbelievable comeback. Uh, give us a read on the, uh, on the casino activity. Yeah, it was incredible, Brent. Again, you know, you just had everybody going crazy because we had a lot of Minnesota backers you know, on the parlays and the teasers. So they were getting excited as they chipped away at that lead. 
And uh, John is right. You know, basically, I, I the biggest comeback I could remember was that Buffalo playoff game against Houston. And it was, uh, you know, it did bring back a lot of memories of that game. But uh, a real credit to the Vikings because a lot of people have been down on them lately. Uh, you know, a lot of analysts, they're saying that they're a phony team, a phony team with 10 wins. But that was a huge, huge victory. And it will carry momentum heading into the playoffs. So, uh, you know, we did well yesterday, I have to say, at the Rampart and South Point. But that game, you know, uh, most of the general public was excited as Minnesota started to come back and uh, Cousins led a great comeback. Uh, Johnny, of course, in that game, there's an interesting sidebar to the Buffalo comeback against Houston. And that's the fact that the quarterback was Frank Reich, who brought the Bills back from that 32-point deficit. Reich has been ousted, and now his successor, who went from broadcaster to head coach, of course, Mr. Saturday, and now he is the biggest loser in the history of the NFL regular season or not. So we move to the, we move to the Sunday action, Johnny, and uh, which are the games that DraftKings is attracting the most action on? Eagle game is, a, even though it doesn't mean much for the Bears, um, you know, our network is all over the Eagles in this one, uh, not only on the point spread, which is up from 7.5 to 8.5, but the money line, they love this total also over. Uh, so that's a game that is probably, I would say, the leader so far in action uh, for the day. But Brent, there's a lot of them they like today. They like the Saints today. They certainly don't like this uh, change in quarterback with uh, Desmond Ritter's first start. So Saints are taking a good piece of money. Um, that game also, Saints on the money line, that's probably the bigger decision on the money line today, the Saints. So uh, they're all right in good business, but, you know, just to pinpoint a couple, those are the two I see that are probably taking the biggest handle. Uh, Johnny, what about the uh, Sunday nighter? The NFL flexed the Giants and the Commanders. I happen to think situationally that Washington's in a great spot tonight. But what are we seeing? Because there's a lot of New York money shows at DraftKings. What are you seeing with the Giants and the Commanders? Yeah, we're seeing that New York money too, uh, Brent. You know, Giants to win this game straight up. And this is a big game because the winner in this is in a pretty good spot for a playoff. So, uh, huge game here tonight between the two teams that uh, probably at the beginning of the season, no one thought that, that either would be able to be in a position for the playoffs. But I think as we get closer to kickoff, I think that giant money line money is going to continue to come in. You know, Johnny, I like to find out something about my guys in the desert. Tell me uh, where you grew up in New York and uh, how early was it when you became a giant fan? Who was your first hero as a New York giant? Uh, probably, you know, going back a ways, you're probably looking at guys like, uh, LT in more current times. Uh, you know, I remember YA Tittle also, but I was really young then. And the way you become a fan normally of a team in New York is you father, you follow your father's lead. Uh, you know, my father was a big giant fan. He's a big Met fan. So that's <clears throat> how I've become the fan of both of those teams. You know, in New York, you're usually on one side or the other. There are some will tell you I root for both, but uh, I believe that for the most part, everyone has one team there that they, they stick with. And, yeah, uh, Kaluch, uh, Johnny and I are the only ones who ever saw Y.A. Tittle play in person. But tell me, which, which of the boroughs did you grow up in, and how did you become a Dallas Cowboy fan? 
Well, I grew up in Queens, so, uh, you know, uh, I attended probably the most Met games, uh, you know, as well as New York Ranger games. But uh, I was just enamored with Tony Dorsett, Brent. That was definitely my guy. I just loved the way he ran the ball and the class with Tom Landry, you know, always dressed to the nines on the sideline. Uh, you know, I remember Roger Staubach. I remember, uh, you know, Danny White. Randy White, those guys. And then, uh, you know, going into the 90s, it was just one of the greatest teams I ever saw assembled by Jimmy Johnson. Uh, you know, just uh, everybody thought it was a joke what he was doing with Herschel Walker. And then a couple of years later, before you know it, you know, Troy is just unbelievable. Emmett Smith, the greatest, uh, you know, scorer in the history uh, of the NFL, in my opinion, from the running back position. And it just, uh, you know, it carried on. Uh, like Johnny said, you always have that fence-sitting possibility when you grow up in New York. You have Mets and Yankees. You know, uh, you definitely have Giants and Jets. And my dad was a huge Len Dawson fan. And, uh, you know, he he uh, definitely instilled a lot of Chiefs into me. But uh, I just love Dallas and the class that they exuded, Brandon. Yeah. Uh, Johnny, uh, France, believe it or not, has just tied it up. 3-3 in the World Cup final against Argentina. Could wind up going to penalty kicks it was by the way a penalty kick that france converted johnny let me ask you about the world cup and DraftKings. uh do you have in-match betting like they love to do over in europe tell me about that yeah throughout the game we've had it uh at at halftime you could have had france uh at about eight to win the game could have had them at about 18 to one uh the draw was 11 to one at that time so, yeah, it, in-game's a big part of our network, regardless if it's, uh, you know, NFL football or soccer. Um, for us today, we actually need, we need France in this one because we've taken a lot of Argentina money, uh, not only in the future book, but each game they've played. Uh, today being no exception, a lot of money on the Argentina side. Johnny, let me, let me follow that up because, as you well know, in-game betting, whether it's tennis soccer, golf, whatever, was always huge in Europe and the UK and down in Australia, not so much in the United States. But with what we're seeing with DraftKings, FanDuel, and the rest, MGM, Caesars, everybody coming in, uh, we've got over 30 states now with legalized betting. Are we seeing an increase in in-game wagering? Uh, what are we seeing with regards to that? Definitely, because when, when in-game first started, um, you know, when I, and when I say first started, we started to grasp it a little bit here in the U.S. It was mostly beside the total. Now you're bet you're able to bet same game parlays in in game, uh, and there's just as many options in in game as there is pregame. So we've taken it to a new level, and being in that many states sure helps the cause. Yeah, for sure. All right, Kaluch, quickly, will the Cowboys cover in Jacksonville, lad? Yeah, I think so. I think everybody's on Jacksonville, so uh, I think the Cowboys got it. <laughs> oh, all right. Johnny Avello and Dwayne Colucci, thanks so much. Countdown continues. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. This is Brent Musburger's Countdown to Kickoff on VEASAN, the sports betting network. Well, before you make your next bet, visit vcin.com and check out the current betting splits, okay? DraftKings splits are up there. Number of tickets sold, how much money. And it's very interesting to follow where the money's going, who the public thinks by the purchase of tickets will win that game. And you can check out today's action right now. If you go to vcin.com, you can find out. But uh, not just NFL, NBA, college, everything. Somebody who does follow that every day, one of our outstanding hosts, Mike Pritchard. I love having Mike in to talk football because he actually played the game. You know, the rest of us, we just talk about it. But my, the, the Pritch, I mean, first round draft tour, come on. Here I am. <laughs> Pritch, thanks so much for uh, dropping by. My Brent, it's my pleasure to be with you. Uh, this is actually an honor for me to be in studio with you. That's great. So. Pritch, uh, review for me Yes. Uh, how many years you played in the NFL and the teams. Well, I played nine uh, on the field. I got hurt. Uh, but, you know, the contract situation, you know, you go a decade, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, I played for Atlanta. Uh, played for Denver and Seattle. Who so, were the three quarterbacks that you? Uh... Well, I had more than three. Okay, <laughs> but uh, you know, in Atlanta, we we started out with uh, Chris Miller, sure. who was a Pro Bowler. Uh, we drafted Brett Favre the same year that I was drafted. Uh, a lot of us thought that he probably could have became eventually became our starting quarterback, right. but that didn't happen as they traded him. So Billy Joe Tolliver, Wade Wilson, oh, uh, Bobby Abair, all in Atlanta. Right? Oh, I remember those. Uh, yes. And then when I got traded to Denver, it was Elway. 
so Elway was was healthy, a legend, every player, obviously. And uh, I was in awe because I watched him when I was at right. CU, and he used to come to our game. So it was a, a dream come true for me. Uh, and then I ended up in Seattle, and I played with the great Warren Moon, oh, uh, Warren, along with oh, John sure. Kitna, John Freeze, and Rick Me uh, Rick of Meyer. Rick Meyer, yep, Notre Dame, Notre Dame. Yep, quarterback. Yep, yep. Yeah. yeah. What was John Elway like in a huddle? Oh, wow. First of all, I had to get over the fact that I was in a huddle with John Elway. Right. <laughs> First of all, I had to get over that. But he, you know, it, it's fascinating, Brent, because I think as betters, we don't really factor this in. I think we should, though, uh, because he settles you down. In other words, Interesting. The, statue that, the stature that John Elway had, uh, he knew about it, Right. But anybody new to the, to the huddle or new to the offense, he wanted to settle them down. So we would have a football conversation. I sat with him, Jack, his dad, and we yeah. just sat there and just had a football conversation one day. And that settled me down. So when I got in the huddle with him, the all factor was gone. And he was just machine-like. Um, he was above the X's and O's. In other words, in a huddle, he would call a play, say it was a possession route type of play. Mm -hmm. Let's get the first down. But John was ahead of that. And he, okay, Pritch, be ready if this safety does this on this play. So the play will come in and it'll be called. And we, it's designed to get a first down. But John's talking about getting a touchdown if the defense overcommits or if the defense makes a mistake. So each and every play, he had you ready that way mentally. I want to tell you an anecdote about Jack okay. and, and John. Sure. Um, Jack was an assistant coach before he became a head coach. He was an assistant coach at the University of Montana in Missoula mm -hmm. for the Grizz. Mm -hmm. And John would have been about 10 or 11 right there. He's going to his first Pop Warner, okay? They're going to sign him up. Mom's driving him because Jack has to go to Grizz practice, okay? Right. So Jack said to Mrs. Elway, now now make sure, make sure when you sign him up that he's a quarterback. You just make sure you say that. Okay. So John and Mom are driving to sign up for Pop Warner, okay, and one of the teams. And John said to his mom, I don't want to be a quarterback. And mom said, but you've heard what dad said. No, no. I want to be a running back. Sign me up as a running back. So you know what happens. What's a mother going to do? Of course, she's going to sign John up as a running back. Well, one day Jack got off of Grizz practice early, and he was saying, oh, hey, John's playing in a Pop Warner game. I'm going to go watch it. And he was aghast. That John was taking handoffs. Right. So they had a little row at home. And then John, dead, dead. Running backs get the action in the Pop Warner League, okay? Now, it was kind of interesting because he was always a strong runner. He was a great athlete. He was a great athlete. But yeah. it was a great, a great story. Mom and Dad laughed about it uh, through the years. And that Jack, is awesome. Jack loved to tell the story. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you, I, we sat for hours talking football. Our mom was with us, too. Yeah, sure. We were in Barcelona, Spain when that conversation took place. Uh, and it was just fascinating because, I mean, it was a great John Elway. And, right. um, but he had a way of just settling you down. And I think that allowed players around him to play at an elevated level. You know, and uh, you can't say enough good things or great things, actually, yeah. about John Elway. Now, Warren Moon, had he come from Canada or was he, this was later? It was later in his, in his career. career. Yeah. I believe he came from minnesota minnesota yeah, and then he came to us and then went to kansas city yeah. i believe but i always thought he was kind of underrated pritch i uh, i guess i maybe i was enamored by the way he threw the football that was such a beautiful spiral he would he was meticulous he would get a manicure really uh, yep to make sure his fingernails were a certain length so he could feel the ball come off his fingers 
You're right. He threw the best deep ball I've ever seen. Oh, the man. tightest spiral ever. It was right uh, on the money. Yes, absolutely. Mm. Easy to catch. Now, if we were to look at the quarterbacks today, mm -hmm. and I say, Pritch, who are, you, who are your top three? Who, who, who would you pick out? I'll start with Patrick Mahomes. I, I think this guy is phenomenal. He's actually changed. He's evolved. Like I, I think he can use a little bit more patience, but and they're trying to work on that. Uh, but the accuracy, the playmaking ability, the, the fact that you never believe that you're out of a football game, mm -hmm. uh, that's step number one for me. Uh, and he's just a phenomenal player. Um, number two, I, I, I like Josh Allen a lot. I really do. Um, he's a gamer. He's a gamer. Uh, he really is a gamer. Uh, I was at the Senior Bowl watching him perform, and I right. thought the Broncos should have drafted him, but they Interesting. didn't. Yeah, they didn't. And so he goes. He to would Buffalo. have been perfect with the weather and everything coming right. from Laramie, exactly. University of Wyoming. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yep. Um, Broncos were going through a transition at the time. I, I think I would put Justin Herbert right there after that. Interesting. Uh, I, I think this guy is the sky's the limit. Um, you know who uh, Kent McLuhan is, so, sure. you know, a longtime player. So I, I know his family real well. I played with Dave right. in Boulder, and then Scott was a GM for a while. Uh, and Scott mentioned to me when Justin Herbert was in college how great this player was. And he needed to stay back in for one more year, which he did. Right. He didn't come out his junior year. But I, I think he's just getting started at 24 years old. Now. I think the most improved quarterback this year for me is Jalen Hurts. Okay, yes, yes. Okay, absolutely. I, he surprises me, Pritch, because, you know, when he was at Alabama, and even to a certain extent Oklahoma, more of a runner mm -hmm. than a downfield passer. Mm -hmm. But um, let me say the opposite is Lamar Jackson has not necessarily improved in the pocket. But I watched Jalen Hurts throw now, and the general manager went and got him a couple of good receivers. Right. You know, that, right. that helps tremendously. Absolutely, it does. I I often say, and I've been laughed at before, but I often say the quarterback position is the most dependent position on the field because you got to get the snap. Absolutely. You have to have the protection. You have to have the receivers that can get open. And you have to have the running backs get, that can do their job too, even though it's the most important position on the field, right? That is such a good point on your yeah. part because if the protection breaks down, uh, there were a couple of blitzes last night against Josh Allen, mm -hmm. and he was swallowed, right. okay? And he couldn't right. do anything, but he... Later, he got that running, but he willed that one touchdown. I mean, yes. I just couldn't believe how he came down the absolutely, field. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. One of the things about Jalen Hurts, too, uh, for betters, and this is great information, that so the offense that they're running is the exact offense that was able to help Alex Smith become a number one overall draft choice. So Mike Sanford at Utah. Sure. Uh, I, he, I'd forgotten that. Yeah, yeah. He comes to UNLV, and Shane Steichen, who's a coordinator now uh, in Philly, ran that offense here. So the exact same offense that propelled Alex Smith to a number one draft choice is helping Jalen Hurts, and now he's in an MVP category. Yeah, interesting. Now, can they cover nine in Chicago today, Fritch? I don't know. I don't know about that one. I don't uh, yeah, that one's a tough one. Justin Fields is incredible. He's a great athlete. Speaking of Pop Warner, he, he makes, he turns the game into a Pop Warner game. That's how great he is uh, as an athlete out there. I, he may be the best running quarterback I've seen. Mm-hmm. But for me, the problem is when you expose yourself, and even this, this Josh Allen's in here. Yeah, you get hurt easily yeah. in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, these guys are huge. Big bodies though. coming at you; they're fast. Man. Yeah, yeah. This well, guy Justin is huge. Yeah, yeah, he's he a big guy. Uh, Justin Fields. <laughs> he's ninety-five yards short, shy of a thousand, which Michael Vick and and I believe um, Cam Newton are only two quarterbacks thousand yards rushing. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Now, okay. So, Bridge, 
Yes. It's that time for your, your best play of the day. Right? All right. You ready? Yeah, sure. I love the Panthers. I, I locked them in at minus two and a half um, ah. at home. And here's why. I, I think there's a collective going on. So Steve Wilkes uh, got ousted in Arizona uh, mm-hmm. just one year. And we know how Arizona is a debacle now. But Wilkes has history with Carolina, right? DB coach. And then you got McAdoo, who's running offense too. So they have this relationship going that's working because the players are buying into it. I think they're a physical bunch. They play well at home. Uh, I love Pittsburgh, uh, certainly in a dog situation. I wouldn't be mad at people teasing them up. Uh, but the quarterback situation is unsettled. I also think Matt Canada as offense coordinator is unsettled too. So uh, I'm going to ride out the, the Carolina Panthers uh, thinking that they can get the job done today. Quickly, Preach, when can we hear you on VSIN Monday? Pro Football Blitz uh, later today. Later uh, or, today, what yep, time? Uh, uh, 5 o'clock, 5 p.m. Pacific. 5 o'clock. Then on Monday? Then on Monday, I'm with um, I'm with all the shows. So I'm on Lombardi Line on Monday. Like I tell you, you can't <laughs> be without the Mike Pritchard information. Go Panthers. All right, everybody. Enjoy Argentina and France. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.